Welcome to the SUP Podcast with your hosts, Louis and Moitzer. Every week, we ask each other what's up with our businesses. What are we struggling with? What's going well? And what interesting things from the world of bootstrapping do we have on our minds today? Follow along, and if you like what you hear, support us by leaving a rating or review in the podcast app of your choice. On with the show. Are we on the uh, the SUP After Hours podcast? Is that what's going on? Yes. <laughs> Have you lost your voice or what's... No, uh... no, it's been a week. I'm just exhausted. <laughs> oh, I know that feeling. I know that yes. feeling. I've I... had a nightmare of a week, but I'll let you start because I want to kick this off on a positive note, hopefully. How have you been? I've been... How have I been? I've been good. Okay. I think. I. It's been really nice weather here in Portugal. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing really well with getting outside and doing some exercise. And I feel good because my body's really tired and I'm being pretty good with what I eat and eating healthy. And it's, yeah, that's nice. I'm feeling very good there. It's been one of those weeks where... I penciled in a lot of time to do like thinking work. Okay. The actual work, not calls. And I I think what must have happened basically is a month ago, I was super busy for a couple of weeks. Okay. And basically when people kept asking me, like friends who I didn't want to say, no, I'm not going to do that thing or I, I just don't have time for that ever. I basically just thought April the first and second week of April, that's like miles away. That's not a real date. I can just say, let's do it then. (laughs) And then the second week of April rolls around and all of a sudden I have six different podcast recordings I need to do and calls with different people who are like, I can't say no, just in case they turn out to be important, but let's put them on the, on the April list. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Do, Do you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Ron's assistant, uh, April. Is it April? Yeah. 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 She does that thing. It it always makes me laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I remember that one. (laughs) It's like April 31st isn't a day or something like that. Yeah. Actually, April 31st isn't a day, is it? But like it's it's some day when it's, yeah, that that day doesn't exist. So she schedules all the meetings for that day, but it turns out that day actually does exist. Yeah. Yeah. So I did the, like the, the stupid version (laughs) of that. And it's been a, yeah, it's been a week. Also, um, you haven't had that good of a week. It's been no, busy. No, no, no. Yeah. No, it's been one of those weeks where it's been busy and I've got a lot of different interesting things done and new projects started. But like just one or two things that I was hoping to get done haven't quite finished or I just never had the really focused time just for those mm-hmm. one or two things, which is fine. Like I could have prioritized and, and done that, but it always like when I've made the decision it was like no right I should finally get these other things out of the way yeah, I, yeah. I'm happy with that yes good about getting those things out of the way yes now. I do because they weren't just I wasn't just sitting there these weren't like stupid calls necessarily although I did have a couple of really bad customer support calls yesterday that were Yikes. yeah um they were bad but other than that there was no way of knowing that in advance like they were paying customers I had to do them but yeah other than that it's been it's been a good week that I just got back from from the beach so I, I can't complain lucky you we've had snow so snow (laughs) yeah (laughs) tell me what's gone wrong in your week then so at the beginning of 
this week, mm-hmm. my Facebook profile got disabled. Your personal one? Yes, which is connected to all of my business assets. So you couldn't get into any of the business assets either? Correct. <laughs> that would probably be a really big deal for someone who runs a Facebook ads agency, I'm guessing. Yes, it is. Yes. So wow. what happened was, you probably heard about this, but I think it was end of last week where we got news about that big Facebook data leak, like half a billion people yes, were yeah. affected. So yeah. my number was affected as well. I was in that data leak. Yay. And what happened Monday was that someone supposedly tried to access my Facebook profile, mm-hmm. which, okay, cool. They can do that. I have two-factor authentication and every measure that I could take that Facebook offered, I had. So I right. wasn't afraid of someone getting into my profile. However, Facebook detected an unusual activity and they locked me out of my account, which is not a big deal because there is a security process that you can go through to get your account back. And it constitutes of first Facebook sending some sort of a security code to your phone, and then you access that security process and you confirm your identity with sending them your, the picture of your ID and maybe something else, I don't know. And you're essentially in, they review that application or whatever, and they let you back in. I am not able to go through that because I am not receiving their security codes on my phone (laughs) for some reason, which is, which is a pain. And I cannot access support because my account has been disabled. So I'm in this catch 22 where I'm just Yeah, I don't exactly know what to do. However, luckily, as a good Facebook advertising agency owner, I have planned for this. And I always planned for something like this to maybe happen one day. Hopefully not, but maybe. So luckily, I have set my husband as a secondary admin to my business accounts. And I'm now able to access all my assets through my husband, essentially. So I I can still work, but it is annoying because what Facebook does after, if, if you are not able to go through that security process in 30 days, they just delete your account and everything connected to it. So yeah, that kind of poses a risk and I have 25 days left. (laughs) So Like I said, it's been a week. (laughs) So have you contacted? Obviously you've contacted them, but have you, is there some way that you can reach out to them? I tried the formal way and it doesn't work because you need to have a Facebook account and you need to be logged in, which doesn't make any sense because if your account is disabled, you cannot access that form, which I don't know, it's just ridiculous. And then there's a different way of contacting them formally and officially And I've tried that and I got an email yesterday saying, hey, your account has been activated. I'm sorry for the hiccup. And they essentially admitted that there is some sort of a loop that they haven't predicted if you have a two-factor authentication and something weird. So they said, hey, you've got access back. And when I tried accessing it, I can't. 
So what I'll now do is I'll try the next step is accessing support through my husband's profile and maybe try to fix that through his account. And if that doesn't work, I have a few personal connections that I can contact, but that's really a last resort. And it's not a one, like, it's not a sure solution that will work. Yeah. (laughs) Eee, scary times. This yeah. is a, a lot of effort to go through just for an excuse to to read your husband's Facebook messages from 2010. This is I know. Yeah. I know. And yeah, I've I've discovered a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Um, I I can't even remember the last time I went into my Facebook profile, but that's a different story. Yeah. So disa- maybe yours has been disabled too. You just don't know. Oh no, mine hasn't because I still have I still have the Facebook app on my phone, and the reason I have it is for three groups relating to, yeah. to work, basically like okay. everyone else. Everyone else who basically has, has Facebook who doesn't work in like yeah. Facebook marketing has it or, or e-commerce has it like for three groups yep. basically. And uh, so that's why I still have it. So I can go and see things and see when I'm being notified if someone talks about Sparkloop or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I have like, six unread messages and I haven't received a real genuine Facebook message from someone since, I don't know, 2015 or something. Definitely haven't posted or added anyone or done anything since then. Yeah. And for some reason, Facebook has decided that the last two weeks, those six messages that are unread are really urgent. And it's like pinging my phone every couple of days about it. (laughs) So my, the most, most annoying thing has been for me, not being able to access all of my work. Second most annoying thing is we have a family chat with my mom and my two sisters and Facebook and Uh... I don't know what's going on. (laughs) So my sister through that chat, announced when she and her boyfriend are getting married and they totally forgot that I don't know. So then my other sister contacted me saying, Hey, well, we, we just totally forgot about you. They're getting married on. And she told me the date and I was like, thank you. <laughs> At least someone's thinking <laughs> it's, I don't even exist. Oh, that's yeah. It's, it's interesting. You have that on Facebook. We have a WhatsApp family group. Yeah. I don't know why we have it on. I, I don't think my mom uses WhatsApp. I don't think any of, I use WhatsApp, but I don't think my, my other relatives do. I, I would love to have it on because all of us have an iPhone. So I think uh. that, yeah, we could, but I don't know why we use Facebook. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. See, my parents don't have Facebook. So oh. we, actually, actually we have, there is an extended family Facebook group, I think, but I'm not in that group. I, I don't care what's <gasps> happening with like my second cousins or something oh you just you've you've been eliminated from your family essentially and you're just afraid to admit that yes yes i'm I'm very afraid afraid to to admit that's yeah it's always forced to leave the country that's why i'm in portugal in the first place yeah it's been tough but yeah in many ways we're in the same situation right facebook has locked you out of your job and your your business and they keep telling me i've got six unread messages so we've both had the same week really Yeah. yeah yeah I would love to switch places though, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you can make me an admin as well if you want. I, I don't mind. My, my, I don't need my account. That's, that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I will happily sell my account and 13 photos of me in Ibiza from 2009. That's, that's no problem for me. I'll just start posing as you. You need the beard. I've got an impressive beard at the moment. It's going well. I've been trying to grow it, but it's not working. 
No, that's well, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> not what I heard. <laughs> this is normally the part I, th- I think of our conversation where you tell me some kind of ridiculous e-commerce numbers that happened this week. But I don't think there have been. The only, I think, milestone that we passed was, so la- last week I told you that we have passed 50K in revenue total. So this week we passed 50K in revenue this year. So I think that's a good milestone. I don't have, I, I don't think it's been an exciting week because I don't know, I've just been resolving that while well, trying to resolve this. So it's been a little bit of a slow, like everything's been running normally. I just, you know, it's been a little bit of a downer in terms of how I feel about it. <laughs> sure. It must be worrying, but your clients are still, I mean, their stuff's still running. You can still access yeah. everything for them. So it's. Yeah. 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 But yeah, like in terms of the e-commerce, I think that has been one of the highlights of this week, just passing that milestone and thinking back to when I ordered inventory for 200 euros, thinking, will I ever be able to sell this? Uh, (laughs) So we've reminisced over our start and our beginning, which was just what, four months ago, but it's been a, it's been a hell of a ride and yeah, it's going pretty great. Everything is running smoothly. Awesome. Apart from the Facebook news, it sounds like things are good. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, we had some good stuff happen this week. Some, some interesting stuff. Interesting to me, probably not interesting to anyone else, but I'm going to talk about it anyway, because no one can stop me. (laughs) I'm the one recording. So (laughs) deal with it. Yeah, no, we shipped an improvement to our anti-fraud feature at Sparkloop, which doesn't sound very exciting, but it really is for us. So if you have an email list of a couple of thousand people, no one's really going to cheat Yeah. when they do referrals to win whatever it is, they're probably not going to cheat. They may put in like their their husband or their wife's email address or something, but they're not going to be like building a bot to win whatever it is, your free PDF download for three referrals or something. Yeah. Uh, If you have a million or two and a half million people on your list and you give away something really expensive, then you're going to attract some of those idiots. At least one of those two and a half million people are going to be someone who really wants to try and beat the system, either because they're bored or just because they're an asshole or because they really want the thing or whatever it is. So it's like this constantly developing arms race against them. Mm -hmm. And our anti-fraud was never bad. It was always, I would say, pretty much as good as anyone else's, like the actual anti-fraud stuff happening behind it. So detecting, is it likely that this person is fraudulent or not? But what we didn't have was a very easy way to interact with that as a user. So it was just kind of, yeah, we have anti-fraud and it's doing stuff behind the scenes. But if you don't agree with it, then there's nothing you can really do about that. You can't like say, I want less or more or or anything really. It was just like, there is this thing, the black box and either you're happy with the results or you're not. Yeah. And what we saw is we had a couple of like really big customers coming on and some e-commerce customers as well. And obviously if they have like e-commerce, they have like physical products they're shipping. So the tendency to try and cheat is is larger mm-hmm. and it costs the customer more if they do like successfully cheat. So it's, mm-hmm. it's annoying to them. They see this and they're like, yeah, this sucks. So we basically spent two weeks building out like really fine grained controls so that you as a customer of, of Sparkloop can say, oh yeah, I want very flexible anti-fraud or I want strong anti-fraud or I want basically anything that even looks like it might be fraud to be detected and like mm-hmm. automatically 
stopped. And we also gave people like the, or customers like the ability to decide. So if you, let's say you make, let, let's say you give up like a reward for 20 referrals. Like, I don't know, like a, you ship them a book or something. Yeah. If that's an expensive book, you might not want to uh, like ship it automatically when someone makes 50 referrals or 20 referrals, even if we think they're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you might want to like quickly manually approve it first just to make mm -hmm. absolutely sure. Mm -hmm. So we like ship that kind of control. And that is probably hopefully going to be very big for us because now we are like clearly way better than anyone else when it comes to that, mm -hmm. especially for larger customers, which is very important for us because that's something that's been weighing on my mind or our collective minds is the, the positioning side of things for Sparkloop. Going more after those larger customers. That's yeah. where we see our, our growth hopefully coming from. So that really helps us as well. It's not a feature that maybe if you have 2000 subscribers, you're not going to be like, oh, anti-fraud, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. But if you have 2 million subscribers and you work at a big company and you're less like, if it grows, then great. But the worst, like, it's such an interesting thing when you're, <laughs> when you're selling to someone who's like an employee, because if they get an extra, if they grow the, the list 10% faster, mm -hmm. it doesn't really like not, they're probably not even going to get a raise for that. Yeah. Whereas if they suddenly give away loads of stuff because of anti-fraud and their boss gets annoyed, they could lose a raise or lose their job. So it's all about like the downsides for them rather than the upsides. Yeah. So it's, it's a really big deal for the larger customers. Yeah. And have you been getting any initial feedback from your customers now that you've rolled that out? So we, we basically, we, we put it live and okay. we only told people who had, there were two people who had asked for it. They'd been like, yeah, we went, basically they went into Sparkloop and it just happened that they, the one in the hundred rewards that had most recently been fulfilled, gone out to someone who'd made like some pretty, ob like machines couldn't detect that fraud, but right. humans could. So they were like, yeah, this sucks. So can we do something about this? So we told those two people and they were super excited about it. Obviously it's not mm -hmm. like they can go and test it. They're just <laughs> waiting. So, so far that's, they're like, yeah, this seems to be what we want. So the feedback's good there, but that, that's pretty much everything that we can do at this point. And later when this is tested by real customers, are you going to announce this as a feature either, I don't know, in your newsletter or blog or whatever? Yeah, it's a good thing. So oh, it's a good question. So we, I thought about sending out an email to everybody. Mm -hmm. But again, it doesn't really interest everybody. So I'm probably not going to do like an email just about anti-fraud as such. Like we have a, like a support doc, which explains everything. And we'll probably send an email specifically about this to our largest customers. And it will be in like our, what we've done this month that goes right. out in our newsletter at the end of the month for sure. Right. I think what we're more likely to do, like tr I'm trying to, to think more about it in the perspective, of, let's not make this something like if we're going to write about this, it shouldn't be just for existing customers. It mm -hmm. should be, if I'm thinking about a referral program, what's one of the things I'm worried about? Mm -hmm. Not really necessarily anti-fraud. It's more like a level up. It's will the quality of subscribers I get from referrals be good? So I'm going to write an article next week, probably maybe the week after about like how to make sure that you're, when you get when you do referrals, you're only getting high quality subscribers with some examples, yeah. and in there will be uh, some stuff about the the anti fraud for sure. Yeah, I, I like that approach because it's not promoting the feature; it's rather 
talking about a solution, about a problem that many of your users probably have, the, the larger ones at least. Yeah, yeah. And I, so like on the on our landing, like on our website, for example, on, under the features page, like I will add that in with some screenshots and stuff because that is like a common objection that comes yeah, up. Yeah. If, you, if you're that far to looking at the features, for sure, you, you want to know that stuff. And really, you just want to check off like, yeah, these like other people are using this very happily who are the same size as me and they're yeah. not seeing any bad results. Yeah, that's, I'd say most of the stuff that's been going on. I finally started recording the new season of the Sales for Founders podcast. Ooh. That has been interesting. So we're trying something new. I'm still doing like the interview episodes and we recorded one of those, which is very different because now there are two of us. So it's me and this, this guy, <laughs> Brendan. So there are two of us interviewing one person. And we, we haven't quite got that rhythm down yet for sure. But we were also mixing in like a, just a half an hour, like chat about sales, mm-hmm. like about a different like part of doing early stage sales each week, mm-hmm. which is shorter. It's half an hour and it's just like more of a, I don't know, like just like a friendly chat about what people are missing out on and mm-hmm. what they should be doing and like tricks and tips and stuff. And we've recorded the first of those and I, I thought that was really good. So I'm... I don't know if people are going to like that because again, there is a lot of pushback at the moment. Like people are not listening to these experts, quote unquote, interview podcasts. People want Mm -hmm. to listen to like stories and stuff or something more interesting. So I don't know if this is going to fall into that category, but I'm hoping that at the very least it makes for some good, like uh, shareable clips and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so excited to get (laughs) rid of sales of founders. I'm just so excited that someone is going to carry on with it and that I don't have to do anything about it. Hoping. Yeah. Or at least you'll have less hands-on work than you previously had. Yeah, and it's nice to have. It's nice to talk about something that I've built up a lot of expertise on, to like distract me from the normal like day job of of Sparkle. Because I've been right. As actually, you were the the inspiration for this. We were talking in our mastermind the other day, and Brennan Dunn, who started Create and Sell, a new newsletter that he started. He runs the right mm-hmm. message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. So part of the inspiration for that as well was seeing how well you were doing. Like you do the Facebook ads as a business, mm-hmm. and then you also practicing what you preach as a side project with uh, the e-commerce store. Right. And that kind of inspired Brennan to do something similar with Create and Sell. And it's also something that I would love to do more of, but I'm I'm struggling at the moment for to come up with a side project related to, to Spark Loop that I would that I would enjoy doing. So you can always join my e-commerce <laughs> venture. <laughs> I, yes, I, I can, I, I will come over on weekends and do the packing of the crystals and stuff. That, that sounds. I'll send my private jet because it's going so well. I'll, I'll send my private jet and you can take it, come here and then help me with work and then travel back. It's no biggie. Yeah, I, I would. It's just the, the snow. I, I, I've had enough snow for this year, I think. It's gone now, so. <laughs> yeah. Talking of uh, no snow and a time maybe with no COVID, are you planning on going to MicroCon of Europe? I think I'm super tempted to go. And I always say that I'm not going to conferences for conferences. It's actually to hang out with my friends because it's the yeah. only time that 
all of my friends, all of my online friends are in one place. So I'm, and Dubrovnik is actually, it's not close, but it's fairly close. So I, I think that I'll actually go to MicroConf Europe this year. If, if it happens, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it will happen. Last year, uh, this time, like even if nothing improves with the COVID situation, I think most things were still open in October. Mm-hmm. Were they not where you were? Okay. No, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, Western Europe was like fully open until from like June until November. Yeah, we've had our our restaurants closed in October. October was the second lockdown for us. Ah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, for us it came later. It's different. We're it's it's really tough with COVID here. Uh, but yeah, mm. like luckily Croatia is like, it's, it's bordering Slovenia. So I yeah. think that I'm having high hopes for this. So hopefully when is it? It's, it's October, right? Yeah. I think it's early October. I think. Yeah. Like I said, high hopes. I, I, I do really want to come. So yeah. I haven't I've, bought I've, the ticket yet though, but. No. I, can you even buy tickets yet? I don't know. Because <laughs> I was looking, I was thinking of, because I've never been before to a microconf. I've been to other conferences, obviously, but never, never to a microconf. I always w- wanted to go to the US one mm-hmm. because just most of the people, like, like again, I don't care about the talks at all. Right. Um, unless they, like, I'm considering asking if I can give one, but I haven't bothered to fill in the form yet because it's a type form and I hate type forms but, <laughs> but like I, I would just be there to see people and, and meet friends and stuff so yeah that, that was always something I'd, I wanted to do in like on the US side more yeah but recently there have been more and more founders from the US like moving to the Europe and also oh, have they? <laughs> like Brennan has moved to Europe and a couple of other oh, people right. yeah, have yeah. moved to like Barcelona and places as well and like the European scene, I would say, has just picked up a bit as well. Mm-hmm. There are, there's more happening. So mm-hmm. I feel two years ago, I looked at it and I looked at the speakers and I was like, eh, can't yeah. really justify that. And yeah. But it's, it's, I can, I've been to a few microconfs, both Europe and US, and it's worth it for the people. Honestly, I, I've met so many people. I, did I meet? No, I've met Brennan early but I've met so many people on micro mostly in the U.S. though but I feel that a lot of people that I met in the U.S. were also European and they came to the EU conference as well like I said I'll probably go for the people and just to meet with everyone and meet new people as well so yeah and you're like you were thinking of coming and Brennan is also thinking of coming and a couple of other people that I've known from previous microconf conferences. So I think that I'll go. <laughs> totally. It would be nice for, because obviously I work remotely with my co-founder Manuel. Mm-hmm. So it's a good excuse for us to meet up. And you, oh, you've met in person. Cause I read your story. Yeah. 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 We, we've met a few times in person. Yeah. 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 We, we actually met at a conference, a different conference mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, but also our lead developer, Drago is from Croatia. Right. Yeah. So it would be very easy for us to have a a team retreat or something, which seems like something companies do. And have you been to Dubrovnik before? No, never. I've been to to Zagreb before. That's the only one in Croatia. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a long time ago. That was like 2010, I think. Yeah. 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 Really tempted of going. And also, 
it's it doesn't happen often. Whenever I tra- wherever I travel, typically to the U.S. for conferences, I like I have to speak English, and every like everyone there of, of course speaks English. Mm-hmm. But now coming to Croatia, I know Croatian, so it'll feel for me like I have superpowers. <laughs> yeah, you th- do you think <laughs> talking people... to to the waiters in Croatia? <laughs> do you think people will be? Speaking Croatia, like waiters and people. Probably waiters, speak. yeah, it's it's like it's the waiters. That for me is the magic when someone approaches you and you can tell them some something in Croatian and no one else understands. That's the superpower. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah. I have the same thing in uh, in Switzerland with Swiss German. It's uh, mm, they really yeah. don't expect you if, if they can hear you because everyone understands English pretty much. So if they hear you speaking English without a Swiss accent, they assume that you won't speak Swiss German. Ah, okay. <laughs> So it's probably the same thing for you, but I guess yeah. the Croatians are very good at, at English anyway. I mean, that's from what I remember, they Croatians and Slovenians have brilliant English. Are, no? uh, I don't, I don't Not know so much about the Croatia. older ones, but the younger ones. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Actually. Yeah. You're right. Uh, I, I mix things up in my head. Yeah. They're good in English, but it's funny because Slovenians can speak Croatian but Croatians and understand Croatian as well, but it's, it doesn't go the other way around. So not a lot of Croatians actually speak Slovenian and it's a very similar language, but yeah. So I mix things up in my head a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I think they can all speak pretty good English. Yeah, I, I remember sure. them being pretty, pretty great. I yeah. like Hungary was different. I'm just thinking of countries that, <laughs> that had like surprisingly <laughs> bad English, Hungary and obviously France, just like their English is. Yeah. French are terrible at yeah. English. And I'm not afraid to say that out loud. We've been to France. Well, you shouldn't be afraid to say that out loud in English. They can't understand you. True. <laughs> what are they going to do? True. So what are you looking forward to next week? Do you know what? Hopefully getting access to my Facebook account back. Yes, <laughs> I thought only, that might be the answer. <laughs> that's the only thing that I'm looking forward to. I was So I was just writing an email to my client before, before our recording. And I had a meeting with that client at the beginning of the week. And I told them this will resolve itself in 24 hours. And I was just writing that email reminiscing of the day when I was thinking that I'll have this resolved by Friday at least. (laughs) And it's not resolved. So hopefully by next week where we talk, I'll have access to my Facebook account back. I'll be able to read all of my family messages. They've probably been talking about me. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to that, but I'm not, I'm not super hopeful based on how things are going right now. So I don't know. Hopefully I'll be surprised. (laughs) And that's the only thing that I'm looking forward to. I don't need to mention anything else. That's just Facebook is your life. That's that's healthy. That's all good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. What what about you? (laughs) Oh, next week. I, good question. Something I'm really looking forward to doing is I'm working on a like an ROI calculator for Sparkloop at the moment, or I should be working on. I keep I've got the the formula like written down, right? Like how to like what fields will be there and stuff. I haven't quite chosen the right tool for it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the thing that's really fun. Like you you, you think oh, I'll just build this myself, mm-hmm. but then I, I think I want to avoid that and just pay like twenty thirty dollars a month to someone because right it's it never ends up being worth it and it breaks and 
becomes a pain and yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to use a tool. I'm, I'm just looking into different tools for doing that. And it's hard to find good examples online. I found like HubSpot has some pretty good calculators. Like when you pop up on a website and it's like, how much is this going to work for you? Yeah. And I think that's something that we can do really well with our data at Sparkloop is to give you like a pretty solid estimation of if you add Sparkloop, like how much, like how fast are you going to grow roughly? What's that going to be worth to you? How much are you going to pay and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that helps as like a lead magnet. Yeah. Um, And the other thing that I'm really struggling with and need to get a handle on next week is we need a video explaining what Sparkloop is and how it works. And I am just, it's something I'm just really bad at. That's my big challenge. Yeah. It's better than my challenge of getting my access back. So at least I can do something about it. I'm just sitting around bitching instead of doing work. You actually can't do anything. You're yep. (laughs) So you're good to go for for the next week. Yes, I can actually do something. You're just going to be urgently refreshing Facebook. What will happen is your phone will get like 50 messages from Facebook all at once saying, lock in with this code. I hope so. If that happens, I'll be happy. I will have my fingers crossed that hopefully there will be some better news next week. Yeah, and like I said, the plan B is for me to take over your Facebook account. I I think that's a perfectly good idea. I I would be fine with that. Yeah. You volunteer as a tribute. I, I do. I volunteer my Facebook account as a tribute. Yeah, I, you can have my Instagram account as well. I unfollowed basically everybody and, and started following animal accounts only. Oh, cool. It's, it's a beautiful, it's a fun place. Like yeah. my Instagram feed okay. is genuinely just full of joy. It's just different animals jumping around. Well, I hope things work out with the, the Facebook account. Don't don't spend too much time worrying about it. I'm sure it will, it will be fine. I hope so too. Hey, cool. So have a good weekend. See you next week. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. This was The Sub Podcast. If you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. You can find Louis at LouisNichols underscore, and you can reach out to me, Moitza, at Moitza Mars. Not sure how either of those are spelled out? We get that a lot. Just check our show notes for more. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to follow along and leave a review if you like our casual check-ins. Thank you for listening.